No, no, the Rangers of the New Republic, and then they have that. Um, what's the one that they announced? So Andor looks great. Oh yeah, and it's actually uh, I think the guy that plays Cassian Andor in that is also yes. producing. Yes. One of yeah, he's yeah. also an ex- executive producer on um, it. And then, I saw a little tidbit of that and i mean they're they're doing this like movie quality like they're sparing no expense oh yeah because it's what i mean it's making them so much money i mean people this is this is what we talked about um a while back after the uh uh what was the name of the last movie the uh Uh, rise of skywalker Skywalker. you know me you know we talked about it we had this theory i actually i think it was more you that they're going to break away and do series. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they'll probably do another trilogy or something. Right. Or or maybe not. You know, Because right now, The Mandalorian took off. Right. Um, people were so pumped. People loved Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, they released the last season, final right. season for that. And now all these other things are coming up. Um, but there's one thing, there's one thing I don't like. So if you're looking at all these, you have an event series here, you have Star Wars Visions, uh, which is some sort of, uh, uh, upcoming anime, Mm -hmm. um, Star Wars Lando, uh, a new event series, Mm -hmm. a droid story. Story yep. which will feature a new hero alongside R2D2 and C3PO. Yep, I am excited to see Hayden Christensen again mm-hmm. um, as Darth Vader in uh, Obi Wan. Then you have the Alkalit. Yes, um, which that one's going to be really really cool. It does. Yeah, because um, um, door. Yep, Bad Batch, um, Mandalorian was to be going. But anyways, you have all these things here. Where where are the villain standalone series? Well, so Acolyte's going to be that. Acolyte's supposed uh, yeah, to be I, dark side focused. Yeah, but it's not like 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 okay. I think you and I are kind of in agreement that one villain standalone series we would love to see about is Thrawn. Yes. Um, I mean, they got a book about him. Right. Um. Why spoiler, have, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yes. They had a huge yeah, name but, drop two weeks ago in Mando. <laughs> Three weeks ago. Three weeks uh, ago in Mando. Uh, what was the name? What? The Jedi. Uh, the Jedi chapter. Where Ahsoka drops Thrawn's name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, which, which to me is... I, 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 I think... I think he'll definitely be in the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. I do still think Ezra will make an appearance okay. in one of those series. Okay. Um, and I have... Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I honestly don't know how it's, how it's going to go because with how things are going um, and him tried... Should we just say spoiler alert? If you're yes. a Mandalorian fan and... You're you haven't you're not all caught up up to date as of December thirteenth. Um, skip ahead a little bit. 
because uh, there might be some spoilers for you. But as he's tracking down Grogu and trying to get him ba- back from Moff Gideon, once he succeeds in that, there's got to be more to it. They they, mm-hmm. they gotta ex- they gotta get to is is he going to have a Jedi trainer and right. who is Moff Gideon answering to? Right. Yes. That is the big question. Is it because this whole timeline here, this is shortly after the, in air quotations, fall of the Empire, um, the Empire um, and before the rise of the First Order. Right. So it's got to be someone Empire affiliated. And we know that um, any type from the last movie, anything that Palpatine's kind of doing is more towards the first order with snoke and and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and how they just appear out of nowhere so one of those higher ups and i think it's got to be thrawn you you said it before it's got to be thrawn right well it could be thrawn it could could be hux um because like so general hux in the the sequel trilogy that we see is actually the son of an imperial Grand Admiral that escaped after the Battle of Jakku, which that gets into the whole book series, and you have to read into that stuff. Um, so, and he's he's one of the founders um, of the First Order. So that could, I mean, it could be, yeah, it could be Hux's dad. Um, I don't know. Really quick before we continue, because um, I started recording, um, so people are kind of coming in on like the middle of this conversation. This is oh, ASD. Yeah. Um, my name is Josh <laughs> Fauzi. I'm here with Sean Frost. We are currently talking Star Wars, and I want to make sure that I caught this conversation before we talk through it all and then had to come back and talk through it again. So thank you for joining us. Hopefully these will be coming out a lot more frequently. Um, we have picked up new technology, which is going to make it easier for us to record um and get this up for you guys so with further ado we're back to our conversation i mean you so who do you think a jedi talking mando do you think a jedi is going to actually show up to train grogu um see this is kind of where it gets a little tricky if you ask me with a lot of what they're doing Mm -hmm. um is so of course, it now appears that the whole Ahsoka episode was kind of just a teaser right. to um, her standalone series. But the fact that Thrawn's name is mentioned and uh, really it's hard to know at this time, right off the top of my head without doing the expansive uh, research what Jedi's are have survived the purge mm-hmm. um, and are around at this given time. Mm-hmm. And one of those names that I think of is because, you know, Ahsoka's looking for Thrawn. Last time we saw Thrawn, who was with Thrawn? Ezra Bridges. Ezra Bridger. Bridger. They're lost in space. Mm-hmm. And um, if you ask me, I think that that's how we are going to have any type of Jedi training because I, I don't think it'll be Luke um, or no, anything or any so. big thing like that. 
Um, I've, I've heard some people and I saw some comments on some pages of some people doing that, you know, and, you know, cause of Ben Solo mm-hmm. and, you know, all that that's right. going on. But I think they're, they're, the, the Skywalker saga is done. They, they kind of made that somewhat clear mm-hmm. with the rise of Skywalker. Um, so I would love it to be Ezra Bridger. I think okay. that would be awesome. Um, but we'll see. Okay. That's that's my theory. You want to hear a theory? So there's two theories that really interest me, and I would actually really like to see if they bring it to screen. So the first one's the long shot. Okay. And it's Mace Windu. Because there is no body from... Revenge of the Sith. You never really see him die. There's no lightsaber. Like he never gets mentioned after episode three. Like they don't talk about him. And Samuel Jackson has come out and said that he'd be perfectly fine reprising the role. And as long as he's alive, he could be cast as Mace Windu again in the Star Wars sequel. And that would be really, really cool. But the, the person that I've heard a lot, of people on the interwebs reference. And I, I feel like this week's past episode of Mando kind of fermented it a little bit in my mind is Cal Kestis from the fallen orders video game. Okay. Because yeah. So, so, and the reason why I say that is because this past week's episode of Mando as of recording is the believer chapter 15. And you have Bill Burr's character, um, who I absolutely, um, Bill Burr. I, I am loving him in the Mandalorian. I'm just going to say that side note. Um, but he references operation cinder, which is yeah. events that you see in EA's battlefront Two video game yeah in the storyline and which which also i also um thought about the inferno squad right um but here's the thing the mandalorian the inferno squad um ended in four ABY. okay um, so one year before mandalorian starts mandalorian is supposed i have it here what is it is it seven nine okay so we're talking five years span there okay so um yeah i mean i just don't but i'm saying you could you're seeing disney's willingness to connect the video games to the screen and the stories that are taking place in the games that they've been releasing coming and showing up yeah on screen yeah, that's 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 possible. I could I could definitely see that. Um but would we consider Cal a Jedi master? Well, he wouldn't be a Jedi master. But he does have a former Jedi knight with him. Right? Yeah. And they were going to go find younglings and train them in the video game. So. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. I mean, it's it's a thought. It's an idea. Um, what are the okay? Here's here's a conversation that my sister and I have had because I mean, lit, I, it is the same timeline for, for people who timeline. don't know. The Jedi video game Fallen Order is taking place literally 
just about the same time as the Mandalorian. No, it's it's pretty close. I mean, because you got to think we're we're not no. long after the Fallen, uh, the Empire. Right, but but it, okay, so no, because Vader's actually, there. It's a little before, right? It takes it's place a little before. Yeah, so if I'm correct, it takes place before New Hope. Yeah, so so yeah. it's it's probably a couple years. So years before. I'm pretty sure if you look at the timeline, it's about the same time as the solo movie takes place. When it comes to time frame, so Cal could be would probably be like 20, 30 years older than he's portrayed in the in the video game, which opens him up to being played by almost anybody. Yeah. So. Well, you got to think. So he meets Saw Gerrera. And Saw Gerrera is uh, significantly younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, th- so you know it's pre-Rogue One, which means it's pre-New Hope. Okay, here you go. Five years before A New Hope and Solo. Somewhere around... Huh. Hold on, let me read this. It says, for reference, Rogue One runs up right up to the very end of roughly a 20-year span between Episode 3 in episode four. Mm-hmm. Also set in this time period, our animated series, Star Wars Rebels, that's mm-hmm. five years before A New Hope, and Solo, which is ten years before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it looks like this would be ten years before the main events of Rogue One. Right. So, that'll put... Yeah, that, I mean that that'll put like at least twenty years, I think. Yeah. So it'll be it'll yeah, be th- interesting. Um, yeah, I don't. I think I don't know if this this the whole Jedi thing is going to be a red herring because the Mandalorian is very much, for the most part, been been wanting to stay away from the whole Force and Jedi and kind of keep it more to a down-to-earth, non-force ability type of story, which I think they're doing a great job with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about Grogu's name? That's been the big debate at our house. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's going to stick, and we're all just used to it at this point and whatever. But when I first heard it, I was like, really? That's what you're going to call him? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of because you have Yoda. Mm-hmm. Like short, sweet. Right. And then you got Yaddle, who's the other, the other individual of their species that we know of. Yeah. Um, but yes. No, I, uh, I was like, Grogu. Okay. Guess I'm going to get used to that. <laughs> Uh, anyway oh yes yeah see i'm reading a thing here as people are um see here uh rather unnecessary scene in the star wars rise of skywalker while setting the stage for a fan predicted arrival of luke skywalker in the mandalorian i don't see that happening okay um so I actually, if they did do that, that would be very disappointing. 
but to get to get away from force wielders and stuff right. like that my favorite character who people told me i was crazy <laughs> um and when i say people mostly people who don't really understand the star wars universe and how he fell into the sarlacc pit doesn't necessarily mean he died <laughs> we have the official return of my favorite character boba fett wore his old armor yep got a new paint job and let me tell you dude that was like absolutely the big, awesome that was the big controversy of this entire week i think what it was the paint job on his armor <laughs> i think it was awesome and i'll tell you why it's awesome because even though he got a new paint job the iconic bullet or it's the still iconic there. blaster yep. it was still there oh that was so what did you think about so number 1 when he came back i was ecstatic um and and oh. they confirmed that he was the person who saved Fennec from season 1 okay which that was cuz everybody thought that was boba cuz you heard the chains when he walked right because you yeah. heard the chains on his boots as he was walking over to Fennec's body. And here he shows up with Fennec, right? Yeah. Um, and then you saw a glimpse of him. And I'm like, okay, that's got it. Because so we see him. He has his uh, armor. Mm-hmm. And you see, you know, this 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 guy. And and I'm like, that's that's Boba Fett. There's no way he can be Boba Fett. They show his armor and they show this random guy mm-hmm. follow, what appears to be following the armor. And then the second I saw Slave One, <laughs> I about I was laying in bed with Lauren. I almost woke David up. I practically leaped out of bed because I'm like, that's got to be Slave One. That's got to be Slave One. There's that's it. That's mm-hmm. Slave One. And yep. then oh, dude. I, I I almost shed a tear. Dude, I was I was so giddy when I saw it. I was so like even that reveal in the first episode of this of the season of the I don't know his name. The guy who plays Boba and all the clones. Um what's his name? Oh my goodness. Um Anyway, when he showed up at the end of that episode, kind of turned and faced the camera. I was like, "He's back." Like he's officially back, um, and man, when he when he officially came back into the storyline, did he make an appearance? Oh, I know. <laughs> any any question on whether or not Boba Fett was a wimp were just thrown out the windows because when he showed up, started taking out those stormtroopers with that gaffy stick in the tragedy episode. Yeah. That was. Epic. And then when he got his armor back and he's, sh- and he's like fighting them full Mandalorian weapons, like kit down to the, to the knee rockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, it was awesome. But they also, they introduced another thing. Cause, okay. So really quick. So for people who don't know in legends continuity, Boba Fett actually survives the Sarlacc pit there um in legends before disney bought lucas arts and bought star wars um and we never saw him come back on the screen but another integral part of the star wars 
lore from legends that they brought back in the same episode were the dark troopers. What do you think about them coming into the picture? Wait, say that one more time. So, so, so in legends, the dark troopers were a real thing. Okay. Those, okay. Those blacked out stormtroopers, yeah. like kind of Iron Man looking things that they sent out, and um, and Disney has officially introduced them into canon with the tragedy episode of Mandalorian. So I, I actually, so that that to me is um something that Dave Filoni mm-hmm. does, um, so which actually, so there's there's one other theory that I'm little less excited about when it comes to who will train Grogu mm-hmm. and this will kind of uh, kind of plays into the whole legends thing because mm-hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken I believe Darth Bane is legends um, he's not really no they canon. made him canon because he well, shows up in Clone Wars does he really yeah he has that one mashup season so season six where it was like they were so it was supposed to be the last season and they had a few episodes like created but they hadn't finished the rest um it's the one where it's the it's the season where yoda goes with the wills and learns how to become a force ghost after death it's that episode he actually goes to darth bane's crypt and sees his soul which is still attached to his grave okay well okay um but i okay i still think because um i did read somewhere like this tython place that they were at Mm -hmm. there actually is a connection to that and darth bane and ahsoka had a fear and refused and did not want to train grogu Mm -hmm. um that same thing was seen in Anakin Skywalker when he was young, which is why they were really reluctant in um, or, or they saw something mm-hmm. off with Anakin and lo and behold, he becomes Darth Vader. I think it's possible that it's not a Jedi at all that Ooh. answers the call, that it's a Sith Lord, okay. whether it be um, a spirit um, or like a dark acolyte or a yeah a dark because, force worshiper like dark yeah, side because, worshiper yeah because if what it seems to me is I think it will be something dark related because you know we now have you know we know about their um, cloning and they're mm-hmm. trying to use the blood of you know the uh, Grogu and you know those experiments and stuff like that. I think it's possible that it ends up being a Sith Lord. Okay. I don't think we actually see... I think the closest thing we actually see to a Jedi until we see Ezra, Ezra Bridger and Thrawn come back was Ahsoka Tano. Okay. And she's no longer affiliated with the Jedi Order. order. Um, or I could be wrong and it could be Cal Kettis. Okay, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, just fun to talk about. Right, yes. But I think they're doing a great job with the series so far. I mean, the first couple episodes of the season were kind of a little bit slower than what people were expecting. But starting with the Jedi episode, I think that's where it really... No, no. The one before it, where you meet um, meet the other Mandos. 
I think that's oh, where the season yeah. really started to take off. So I'm excited. They, they got what? One more episode this season? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I, I looked at uh, Lauren, too. Um, she didn't understand the excitement either Uh-oh. because, you know, at the end of the first season, we saw – I think it was the end of the first season. We saw the Darksaber. Yes. Um, and then the name – it was actually then spoken about, but – Lauren wasn't super excited or didn't know my excitement because I knew exactly who that female Mandalorian was. Right. I knew exactly that it was Bo-Katan, right. the sister of um, Satine, Satine, yes, who was lovers with Obi-Wan. Right. So, um, oh, I mean, that's just, I mean, that just ties in a lot, you know, that, oh, yeah. that we even saw, you know, dating back to Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm interested to see what happens. So, uh, Bill Burr's character, I'm trying to remember what his name is. It's, a, I'm having a brain fart right now. Um, my goodness, this past episode said something really interesting to me that I, I, I don't know if you picked up, but remember how he was talking about, um, even if you're from Mandalore or you're, you're from, um, oh my goodness, Alderaan, uh, you're still human. Okay, you're still you're still a human being. Um, oh, but what's the difference? Yeah. What, what what do they share in common? They're not there anymore. So did he just say yeah. it? Like Mandalore is gone? Is that what the purge means? Where like they just destroyed it outright? Well, I think part of that too isn't necessarily. Mandalore is gone as a not in existence. It's because we know in Rebels, um, because of the Death Watch, and uh, Mandalore is kind of in disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more of a figure of speech rather than okay. a literal statement. Okay, but what? but it it could have been literal. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I who's to say? Right. I would love to find out. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So. One of the things that stood out to me this past episode that I thought was really, really cool was that they did was um, they really humanized stormtroopers a lot more than they have previously. Like we've kind of seen that a little bit over the past, especially with like <laughs> so Finn or Rise of Skywalker. And then and then like this week, like when they when they show up after delivering whatever, whatever that explosive material was that they were supposed to deliver. Um, and they get into the base and everybody's like, it was, it was essentially the, the same scene after Luke and Han returned from blowing up the first death star where you got all the rebel pilots and all the rebel employees. It's kind of like, they're like giving high fives, giving hugs, congratulating them for doing this great, like this crazy thing. Right and succeeding on this insane mission and sh- fighting off all these pirates, and then, like, it, like it was almost it was just the opposite side, and then you're like, oh wow, like they're really showing like the humanity of some of these people, and then you meet that really yeah. terrible ISB agent or guy, and he talks about <laughs> Operation Cider, and then Bill Burr's character where he just he's like grab that cycler rifle and he just takes out the entire base. Kind yeah. of just looks at Mando and says, "Some people need to sleep at night." Like, like it was, it was like kind of like one of the, when that happened. I was like, "Oh my goodness, he just killed all those people!" Like, yeah, 
Um, yeah, but I think that was kind of like um, a big redemption moment right? Um, for his character because obviously we know he was um, – it's hard to say if he was always a rogue character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, or like a bandit type, you know, mm-hmm. had no affiliation or no allegiance because of – I mean because, we, you know, we know he used to serve as an imperial – Mm-hmm. It's it's mentioned. Yes. So I think that was a uh, a big redemption because he had to have played a pretty significant role, not just participated in. I think he may have played a very significant role, right, in Operation Cinder and all that that happened. And um, yeah, that was his redemption. Yes. So, well, really quick, bef- um, I think. We've talked about Star Wars a lot. I mean, we're we're half an hour in right now. So, <laughs> but wow. other Disney Plus news. So they had the investors meeting. We were talking about this earlier, and they have a ton of announcements for what's coming to the streaming service. We have a hard date on when WandaVision is releasing. That's going to be January fifteenth. Um, finally, they've teased it since the the launch of Disney Plus. Um. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be March of this upcoming year. Loki's going to be in May. And then Hawkeye's going to be late fall. And they've already announced that Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be December of next of this next year. So it's going to be one year from now. Yeah, I know. I'm not happy. <laughs> I figured you weren't going to be happy. Um, but the other, the other news that I saw that I was actually really, really intrigued, and this is on the Disney animated side of the house, um, is they are doing a Pixar movie called Lightyear and it's going to hit summer yes, and it's, in 2022 and it's, based off, and it's Buzz Lightyear's and, origin story. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I know a lot of people made a big stink about, you know, um, um, a certain person not playing Buzz, but mm-hmm. people, I mean, it was even tweeted out by Chris Evans, who is playing uh, Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Is it's an origin story, right? And it's about the human that the toy is based off of, right? Is what was said, and that to me makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't expect, you know, Buzz to have the the same. Um, you know, voice as the human that he's based off of because all the toys had the same voice. Right. Yes. So, you know, I wouldn't want to see, you know, the animated human character that he's based off of to have the same voice. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I fully agree with you. I I, I think Chris Evans will do well in that that role. But I'm interested to see the story because that's always been a question for me is like, because you kind of saw Woody's origin story in Toy Story 2, right? Yes. With the TV show. Um, but, like, Buzz Lightyear, like, was he based on a show? Was he based on a comic? Like, so is he based on a real person? I mean, it, it will be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see that. I'm, I'm also interested to see if it's going to be anything like the Buzz Lightyear animated show that they used to have a long time ago. Like when yeah, we see... I like there's Zerg, you know, his right. nemesis. I hope that's not a part of it 
because okay. you know this is supposed to be an origin thing, and Buzz Lightyear the um, toy mm-hmm. is based off of supposedly in the in this universe a an actual human, and I don't want to see you know oh yeah there's an actual guy that actually fought this guy named Zerg you know you know in space and blah blah blah. You know, I'd mm-hmm. rather it be based off like an astronaut that did great things rather than, you know, this guy f- worked for Star Command and, right. you know, did all this stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I have a feeling they're probably going to go that way with it. Yeah. Um, the other the other news that I saw um, when it comes to new stuff coming out, apparently we're getting a new Ice Age movie, too, starring Simon Pegg. <laughs> um, Interesting. Which, which kind of, it would kind of, when I saw that, it reminded me like, oh wait, Disney does own the franchise because they bought Fox. Yeah. So like that, it you're starting to see Disney coming and starting to do stuff with the other properties that they got. Yeah, their full, their full right. uh, monopoly. Right. But then the other news that this one didn't surprise me. I was actually kind of intrigued to see it. Um, and I thought it was going to happen earlier, but do you saw Disney Plus is the prices going up? They're they're pulling yeah, Netflix. I, I they're heard... making it eight bucks instead of instead yeah. of seven. Um, but now you can get a Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus ad free bundle, and it's going to be eighteen ninety nine. So almost twenty bucks a month. So yeah. See, I knew um, streaming services were was going to be like the wave of the mm-hmm. future um, a while back um, because, you know, I don't know, some of the younger people might might not know this, but Netflix used to do home delivery. Yes, used to they still do. Be able to. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not as, I mean, that's all Netflix did. Right. Yeah. Um, you can rent games and they send them to you. Then you right. supposedly you can ship them back whenever you were done with them, whenever you wanted. I mean, um, I can testify that was true. I had a DVD for like eight months, <laughs> and I sent it back because the way it works is like you don't get your next one on your list until you send the first one back. Yeah. So it's like I had it for like eight months. I didn't get charged a thing. So I'm I'm happy that was right. I, I'm happy that was true. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, they started streaming and then, you know, I just saw, you know, their other things started going to streaming. And the issue that I saw with that is basically what we see now is, you know, now your TV is starting to become streams and everyone's doing their own stream. So you can't watch everything anymore. You know, you have to, you know, you have your Disney's on Disney. Mm -hmm. Um this is on that, you know, before when, if you had say cable, anything like that, you could watch just about anything, right. You know, on demand, you know, now, right. unless you pay for that streaming service, you don't get none of that. Yeah. Well, so, and who wants to pay 40, 50 bucks a month on multiple streaming? Well, that's services? the thing. That's the thing is like now, it it'll, I mean, streaming has just replaced cable, for the same price. It's no longer cost effective to get a streaming service because if you want everything ad free, you're paying let's hear. 
Disney Plus Hulu bundle, if we use their new price, that's 20 bucks a month. Okay. Netflix is what what net, what is it now? 15 a month? Um, Something like that. Right. If you want so now NBC has their own streaming service, Peacock, which is actually decent. I I've been watching stuff on it cuz you can get the if you watch it with ads, it's free. Um but that's 7 bucks a month. If you want um if you want Prime or Amazon Prime, what is that? Hundred something dollars a year. Yeah. So that comes out to be about like I mean you say ten bucks a month. Okay. But actually, yeah. So you're looking at fifty two bucks a month on just different streaming services. And then if you think like music with Spotify, which is what fourteen a month. I, I I can't remember how much Spotify is. You're you're talking like almost you're talking almost seventy dollars a month on just streaming services. Okay, which is how much cable costs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and now and even then, like you you pay the the amount like because I with with Hulu on the Disney Plus bundle, there's still ads. Peacock, it, there's still ads. I mean, I think Amazon throws in an ad or two now before show, before you watch something. I mean, so you're seeing they're they're buff, like it, it like you see these companies who Disney Plus just announced they have 86 million subscribers, which you think that's a ton of money. That's that's a pretty good amount of revenue for really not having to create anything. You're just taking what you've already created and already pumped your cost in and just selling it essentially pennies on the dollar um, in costs when it comes to infrastructure requirements. So, I mean, that's a, that's a huge side side hustle. And then all the, if, if that's the same business plan for most of these streaming services and then they're buffering, like they're buffing up their, their revenue with ad revenue, these guys are making a killing. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, and then, okay. Question. Last Disney Plus question for me, um, but this does have something to do with streaming. Did you watch the Mulan movie? Because if it if it I finally dropped, you don't have uh, to pay have the thirty dollars a month. I watched it. Yeah, how was it? If I had paid thirty dollars to to watch it originally, I would have been pissed. <laughs> Really, I would huh? see. I I tip it up until it was, this is what I'm going to say about the movie. It was definitely created for an Asian audience. Absolutely created for an Asian audience. Um, and if they were able to have released it on theaters in Asia, they would have made a buttload of money because it was directly tailored to them as someone who watched it i'm gonna say something it was a beautiful movie to watch like cinematically like video like videography beautiful they the filming is great the soundtrack is decent okay the story was just okay 
And this is yeah. See, <laughs> I don't. I was I was very frustrated with it. Like I saw the they because they got the DVDs at Target right now, and I think for Blu-ray it's like twenty five bucks. And my sister said, "Is it worth even picking up at that price?" I said, "It's not worth picking up that movie for for that amount of money." And that should have. Yeah. It felt like a directed See, DVD movie. Yeah, I love Disney um, making a lot of these old classics um, cartoons into live actions, mm-hmm. and I really liked what they've done up into up until Mulan um, and they done it in a way to where it's the same story told just slightly different. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few variations of them, a few minor changes, but it wasn't super drastic. Um, and, you know, I know there were some characters that were cut out of Mulan and was, I mean, was the story any similar to the original or did they just completely change it? Okay, so the story was similar, um, but there was – so my big critique, and I'm going to say spoiler warning f- for Mulan, kind of. Okay? Okay. So there was – they added the story element of what they referred to as chi. Okay? Okay. And – I'm not going to explain exactly how it works or how it affects the movie, but I will say someone who's watching the movie, that in that element of the story kind of, in my opinion, downplays, makes what Mulan actually does less impactful. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Um, you got to watch it to really find out. I'm not. I don't want to spoil everything for you. Um, but like when I watch, when you watch the animated movie, the original animated movie, yeah, she has Mushu and Cricket there to help her out, mm-hmm. but she does everything on her. I mean, everything's on her, right? Um, yeah. And then they add this story element in the remake, and you're just like, well, is it really all her? Like. I don't know. Um, so that's what I'm going to say. I will say something also is like they say it's based on a Chinese legend mythology. I actually did some research and found the, the, the writing, like the, the, the poem that references Mulan and talks about Mulan's accomplishments. It's it's very different from both movies because they don't really explain her exploits. They just talk about this woman who, to protect her father and her little brother, joins the military described as a man, serves honorably for 12 years to the point where the emperor offers her this great position. And the first thing she asks, for, she turns down the position, asks for a fast horse to go back to see her family. And when he gives her that horse, she goes straight away, hugs her family for the first time in 12 years, changes into a dress, and that's when everybody finds out that she was a woman. <laughs> 12 years later. <laughs> that's really what the story says. So like they, they, they do they did expand a lot when it came to 
her story. Granted, the time period that the original poem was written, like the the Rodians or whatever you want to call the I can't pronounce their names. The the they're essentially the Huns. The Huns. Um a nomadic sorry. We were talking Star <laughs> Star Wars. Darn it. <laughs> um no, no, so like at, like time period wise and the enemies that China's facing at that time period, like that's all historically accurate in both movies. Um, so it was, it was interesting. I did a little bit of research. Mulan's a pretty cool character. Um, but I, I, yeah, this past movie did not, I was not very, yeah. very pleased with it. Um, I think if it went to theaters, it would not have done well. Yeah, that's no. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yes. But with that, I'm interested to see if that's what they're going to do for future releases during the pandemic. Because Wonder Woman 80, 1984 is going to HBO Max and theaters. Um, okay. And Warner Brothers has said that all of their movies for the rest of the year are going to go both, um, even into 2021 are going to release simultaneously on HBO Max and in theaters. Um, and that's the approach that they're taking. I think Disney kind of used Mulan as like a guinea pig to see if this if this premium price in Disney Plus would be a way for them to recoup lost revenues from theaters. But I don't know if they're going to do it again. They haven't seen yeah. anything. Um but I mean, from the from the conference that they had, the meeting that they had with their investors this past week, it seems like they're planning on theater releases in twenty twenty one. So that will be interesting. I would love to start going to theaters again. Yes, I'm waiting for Top Gun to come out. So one movie <laughs> that I'm and James for a quiet Bond. Place too. What? You're waiting for a Quiet Place? I to okay. A Quiet Place too. Yeah. Uh, well, because they pushed I, back. I saw some more previews for it. Yeah, looks really good. I haven't seen the first one. I haven't seen that one yet. What? No. I heard it's really, it's, really it's good. Actually, it's just not the genre really I really like. Yeah, it's it's uh different, and okay. I, I will say it's uh very well done. Is it still going to be um the same main characters and everything? Um, or is it going to be different? Yeah, it'll still be the same main characters. Um, okay. But what you see in the second one is you still get to see John Krasinski. Okay. Um, uh, Emily Blunt's in the first one with him too, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. they both are. Yep. That's cool because they're a married couple and they're yep. they're hilarious together. <laughs> um, so you get to see a little bit of the prequel. To the first okay. one. You get okay. to see how, how everything goes down in the beginning. Gotcha. Um, and then it kind of catches up and then continues on. So okay. um, I don't know. I don't know yet because I've only seen previews. I don't know if the movie starts out before, then catches up and then continues on. Or if it'll be like a continuation and then flashbacks. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with I Am Legend where it's like. You're 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 starting off at point A, and then you flash back to how it all was beforehand, and then yeah. lead up to wherever that point that you started at. Okay, exactly. 
that'll be interesting to see. I I I have heard of Quiet Place is a phenomenal movie. I just haven't gotten around to getting myself to watch it. Um, it's good. Got to watch yeah. it, man. Okay. I'll put it on my list. Um, talking about the pandemic. Um, this is this is probably going to be our last topic for this because we're 48 minutes in. But we have a holiday coming up. And we, we had a holiday past um, in, in COVID times, if we're going to call it that. Um, so before we talk about the holiday that's coming... Do we want to cover the holiday that just finished in Thanksgiving? Um, well, for us, it was, you know, I didn't go over, you know, more, normally I would make a couple of different stops, mm-hmm. but we only, we only went to one place. Um, and it was just a, to me, another Thanksgiving. We ate the okay. same food. Um, we were around the same people and, um, you know, we just, made the best of it i don't okay. feel like we missed out on anything at all okay all right so, so did so you um were you able to get the same amount of family together or was it just uh for the or? most part okay. uh because i mean we went to um lauren's parents house okay um and um it was just us. I mean, okay. and her brother. Okay. And um, yeah, David. Yeah. Addition. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just didn't really have any interest driving anywhere else. Really seeing anybody for the most part. You know, everyone just kind of had like their close little immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much meeting with the uh, extended. Okay. Um, but it was nice. Okay. Yeah, because we uh we had um we had my aunt and my grandmother come over, but we had nobody else. Like normally we go to a different aunt's house and everybody shows up. Um, but this year this year nobody wanted to get together. Like we we had offered invites to everybody and all of them were like, no, we're gonna pass. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it was interesting. So. I I told you I picked up a second job, right? At the gym. Uh, yeah. 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 So with the gym for a second, had, for a second there, I totally was like yeah. Wait. Part time job. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um. So the gym had hosted a workout called Thanksgiving with the girls, and I I ran that for them that morning. So I was up at five thirty in the morning on Thanksgiving Day, headed over there. Had really big thing like. Did you ever do the turkey bowl when we were at that one church? No. Okay. Ton of vibes were coming off of that. Like I it kind of felt the same where it's like woke up early, went there and just hung out with people who got really sweaty. And- Wait, you mean the not like turkey bowl, like some people where they bowled with a turkey. You mean no, the no, football? Like football. Football. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did go one Okay. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of same vibes. People came. Did the workout. Everybody kind of hung out, goofed off, got to see each other. And then we all kind of shared shared donuts and coffee together and then kind of dispersed and went and saw family. And that's pretty much what my Thanksgiving looked like. But it was it was interesting. It was really quiet. It was a lot quieter than normal because normally we norm, like we have like 15, 20 people at my aunt's house. And this year we had the seven of us at my house because Mark came over and then 
Lydia Mark and I just watched Hamilton. That's all we did. <laughs> Finally got her to watch it. Took me six months to convince her. And now she won't stop listening to the music. It's on nonstop. <laughs> You've created I, a monster. I could probably quote almost every song just because I've listened to the entire musical maybe 15 times today. <laughs> You've created a monster. Yes, I have. But it's Start it's a good Dr. one. It's, Frankenstein. She's getting really excited because she gets to take the Federalist Papers next semester for law school. Ah, the Federalist Papers. Yeah. I love with, reading about those. And with Alexander Hamilton writing most of them, she's just like on this Hamilton like the high with the musical. And then that's motivating her to like actually read them and study and read the Anti-Federalist Papers. Because there's Anti-Federalist Papers apparently. Um, and she like, oh bought, yeah, she bought the collect like the Thomas Paine collection of all his writings. So she's gonna read all of that on her break. And oh yeah, yeah that's all good stuff. Yeah. It's it's and a lot of people don't understand. Um, you know, not to start a political conversation, but you know, before there was a time when it was the Federalist Party versus the Democratic Republican Party. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, yep. And then the Whigs showed up. And then the Federalists disappeared, and then the Whigs disappeared, and then it became Democrats and the Republicans. And it was just yeah, yes, big uh, party split. Yeah, right. yeah, no. Um, we're, we're let's not let's keep this one apolitical for this week. Maybe yeah. we'll do a political just, one later. I just meant so, so you know. Right. Um, the the point there was you know there's a lot about our history that is very interesting if you just. You know, go back to like right. some of these old founding documents, you right. know, of how they thought back then, you know, and it's, it, it really right. is, they're, they're really good reads. Yeah. I, I've read some of them. Oh, I, I've read half of the Federalist Papers. I'm reading through them right now. I have the little book in front of, and then I'm, I'm reading. So the guy who wrote the Hamilton biography that inspired the musical that Lynn Manuel Miranda read to, and like, oh, I'm going to write a musical about Alexander Hamilton. Um, he wrote a, he has two other big biographies. One's on George Washington and one's on Ulysses S. Grant. So I'm actually reading through the Washington biography, which is a lot of the primary source for that is his personal writing. So you get to like read a lot of his personal letters through it and what he thought about things. And Washington was a very complex person. Um, very and to be a fly on the wall very stoic person outwardly in front of people yet in his writing and in his correspondence with a lot of people in his journals very very emotional and very passionate about a lot of different things so that was it it was an interesting like that's been an eye-opening experience for me to read about because it's like i'm i got up to the point where like i think it's 1760 is the time is the year that i'm at in his life Okay, and it's like after he's married Martha Washington, he's in the House of Burgess in Virginia. Um, he just finished his military career with the British, um, and he's like it's his first few years of actually owning Mount Vernon and trying to make money off of it, um, and then like dealing with because like apparently he his mother was very overbearing, um, and in his writings he kind of treats his mother like a chore, like when he ever when he has to deal with her and. Um, yeah. and see him like how he has never how he had to navigate like family issues that were going on at the same time. Um, and like Martha, when he married her, she brought two children from her, her previous marriage after, because her husband had passed away. Um, so like 
Washington never had kids with Martha or never had kids at all. Um, but yet he had, he had these stepchildren that he treated like his own. And apparently he, he doted all over his stepdaughter, stepdaughters, um, and his stepson, him and him, he had three stepkids and the, the stepson and him did not get along. So, <laughs> but anyway, enough about that. So, um, we have a holiday coming up Christmas. So I have a question for you, Sean, have you, have you gotten your Christmas shopping done? We are minus. I don't really include gift cards. Okay. And when it comes to Christmas shopping, because that's gas station stuff you can get. Dude, go to we Eagle, get the fuel perks. That's exactly what we do every year. Um, Lauren and I are done. Okay. Fun, fun, fun. I've How started you? none of it. I have not bought a Typical. single gift. Josh, it's the thirteenth, man. I know. You got, uh, I'm probably gonna go uh, on Wednesday. Days. I'm going to go on Wednesday because I have Wednesday off. So I took Wednesday off. Okay. So I got a Cairo appointment in the morning and then I'm probably going to hit up the mall and all those places. Then when it's not as busy, because today, like the city that I live in, which is just north of Sean, um, we have a, we have a pretty big mall here. One of the, I would say it's probably one of the few malls still in Northeast Ohio. If, um, Cause Parmertown's not a thing. Um, Chapel Hill's gone. Rolling Acres is gone. It's now Amazon. Right. Um, Chapel Hill's gone. Belden Village is going downhill. Right. Um, you got Crocker. You got Legacy. You got yes. South Park. Summit. South Park is the one you're talking about. Right. Um, Great Northern. Yes, I forgot about that one. That one, I actually like Great Northern better than I like South Park. Um, I like South Park. Okay. I, I, I do. I do. I do like South Park. Um, um, I've only been to Great Northern once, um, okay. and I See, didn't really Great explore Northern, the whole mall. Great Northern has less stores in their mall, but bigger inventory. So, like, the Dick Sporting Goods at Great Northern is, like, twice as large as the Dick Sporting Goods at Strongsville. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, same thing I with, will like, say. Same thing with, like, all their other stores. Like, they actually have a Disney store there, too. So, like, for, oh, the, interesting. for the, the little kids in our family, we'll, like, we'll go pick up. Disney stuff from there, um, directly from their oh, store. I have to check that out. Yeah. Um, um, yes. My favorite mall in Ohio, though, is Polaris. Which one? Where's that? Columbus. Oh. See, I've only gone to Columbus, like... Oh, Columbus area. Okay. I've only been in the Columbus area, like, three times in my life. And the last time was in October, and I didn't get a chance to go shopping at all, so... Yeah. Uh, Field and Stream is out there. Um, I, it's right down the road from Ikea. Okay, I know where it is then. Right off of 71, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting. Cabela's. That's where uh, Lydia, um, Lydia's future brother-in-law lives right there. So it's her fiancé's brother lives right. He's what, one exit before you hit Ikea on 71. So, okay. Yeah. Now, yeah, those uh, Tangier outlets, a couple exits before too. Those are yeah. nice. Um so here's here's another uh, Christmas related question. Uh, what are your plans, Josh? Um, as far as getting together with family Ooh. and see, our family actually looking? does want to get together for Christmas. Um, however, my family is not hosting this year for the first time in six years. No, 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 wow. no, no, no. No, we did not host two years ago. So. We've hosted we we've hosted Christmas pretty consistently for the 
for recent memory. Um, because it used to be at my aunt's house and then they sold and downsized. And so she, they never, they don't host many holidays. And then my other aunt always hosts Thanksgiving. Like that was, okay. that, that's her holiday. Um, but yeah, this, this year, um, so I have a cousin who him and his wife have had their first child. Uh, they had, they had Brooke when October. Oh, okay. Like pretty recently. So his parents, my aunt and uncle are going to host this year. Um, however, we are missing out on a family tradition. Uh, we, we've always done a secret Santa gift exchange, not white elephant, like a secret Santa, $50 limit gift exchange. Yeah. The tip, the, the traditional secret Santa. Right. And, um, and the family didn't want to do it this year. We did a poll and a roaring majority said no to it, which Um, is interesting. I think next year we should do it from. We should do it in the style of the greatest, one of the greatest television sitcoms ever, Uh-oh. and we should call it Yankee Swap. <laughs> oh, for those who don't know what sitcom, can you refresh their memories? It is the one that is superior to Parks and Rec, and that is The Office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I just can't resist sometimes. I know, I know. But no, uh, two two great shows. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, what are you ours, guys doing? So we're actually going to stay the night, the Christmas Eve Eve, and um, wake up Christmas Eve at her parents' house and okay. have Christmas there. Okay. And then we'll do um, Christmas Day here at the Frost with okay. just us and David. Okay. Um, and uh, um, yeah, those that's our plans. Um, we might Christmas Day might see about maybe popping in and seeing some people. I mean, we're we're still kind of reluctant um, because uh, you know people have jobs, right? Um, and we don't know what their protocols are mm-hmm. with COVID and everything like that. Um, and then David's just so young, you know, right. he still doesn't even ha- he still doesn't have an immune system. So it's um, even though you know there's stuff's in his favor when it comes to to COVID for the most part, but any unnecessary risk is that to me, it's just not worth taking. Yeah. Which is totally understandable. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, we'll, we'll video chat my mom like we do on a weekly basis. Okay. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good time. I'm just glad that, uh, Lauren and I are going to be able to spend it with, our newest addition to the family and be be just in us and the cats probably and be a lot of fun have the cats warmed up to him yet yes and no sometimes okay. um other times they're just like nah <laughs> nah gotcha oh yeah because last time i was there i didn't even see jonah uh, i never for saw the him. most part for the most part even before david you didn't see Jonah much because he's a big chicken. Right. Um, he likes to run and hide. Yes. Um, but uh, Chloe, Chloe, I believe, was out. 
she's, she's yeah no i saw chloe yeah well, chloe seemed yeah oh yeah yeah fine with the baby I mean, every time you're over you take you take right. pictures of her take yeah. good pictures of her right um but yeah jonah it, i mean it, it's not even just you it's okay. most people gotcha just about everyone like he okay. sometimes doesn't even come out with her parents still <laughs> oh the definition of a scaredy cat <laughs> to a t uh, that's funny so so when it comes to so when it comes to christmas this year like is there anything that you are looking forward to more than you have past years um so you and i talked um kind of like how we were going to preface this question mm-hmm. and right you know where what the direction was and my initial thought was you know, because of the pandemic and, you know, people mm-hmm. are, are doing things in life in general differently. Right. But for for Lauren and I, you know, we have that, but we also, we also have, have the new addition right. to our family. Mm-hmm. So that is what I am looking forward to. I, I know he's not going to understand. Um, What's going on. And yeah, you know, he's not, I mean, he's not going to care. We're going to open up his presents for him. Right. But. I'm just really looking forward to spending, you know, his first Christmas together. Okay. You know, I'm still going to record it. Right. I got the video got camera to. out. Uh, new, fresh, new memory card. Fun, the whole fun, nine. Fun. I am, I am in. I'm going to be in full dad mode. <laughs> you going to have the uniform on? Socks and sandals and jeans tucked in um, with your shirt tucked in. We will probably all be in matching so that's that'll probably be my um cookout get up okay you know that get up's gotta get that get up's gotta wait until summer gotcha yeah gotta have a hot grill okay you you can't can't have a hot grill to stand in front of right yes absolutely yeah i was i was wondering if if that was gonna be the thing that you were me i will what I would say I will dress like that, hundred <laughs> percent. Like if you, if if Josh, if you, I know last year you had um, us over mm-hmm. for a, a little cookout. If you do, I will come dress like that. Okay. Well, hopefully 100%. this year we can actually have cookouts. Yeah, and I, I, you know, we would definitely love to have have it here too right. as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what this year brings because with that, I mean, dude. One week after Christmas is New Year's. It's coming yeah. up quick. 2020 is coming to an end. Quick. 2020 is coming to an end. And you know what? It, uh, Despite everything, you know, the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. like that, I've been truly blessed this year. And I can confidently say this has been the best year of my life. I would agree with you. I feel this very same way. Like, I know a lot of people have been complaining about COVID. Um, and the fact that a lot of things changed in their lives and that, I mean, I see all the change that's happened with me as a positive. I mean, you, like you, you got to stay home for a for a significant period of time. Yeah. Um, almost I had the a family, entire summer. I had a family member who stayed home, who hasn't been able to stay home for a significant period of time for almost. 10 years no 12 years at this point so like got to hang out with him for six months and and like i my mom and my my mom myself and my sister have all been kind of working remotely 
So it's just like I have like we've we spent every day more than eight hours a day hanging out and doing life together. And it like I look at that and I think 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, God willing, I make it that far. Um, retro retrospectively, I mean, this will I, I'm going to have fond memories about all the time that I've been able to hang out with my family. Yeah. And then like, we've still been able to keep in touch and do stuff and hang out. And, um, and, and like, I've, like, I've, I've hit some personal goals and I'm just like, 2020 has been a productive year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And, and, we're, I, you know, I, and just a little disclaimer there, we understand that there's people out there that can't say the same thing that we're saying they're on the opposite end of the spectrum but you, you know you know we, we can only speak on our own experiences and you know what we do and you know for us um it's it's been a it's been an amazing year um for us personally um if it hasn't been for you you know we'll, we'll pray for you and um you know just continue to keep pushing because like josh said a week after christmas is you know, comes a new year, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully things improve. Um, and, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta take each day as it comes and just get through the day and, you know, hope that you are given the opportunity to make the next day, the, excuse me, the next day better than the previous day. So, um, just little words of, uh, encouragement Preach. there for anybody out there. Preach. No, I, I will say though I saw a meme earlier today and it, I burst out laughing when I saw it where it was it was um, a cat kind of just like staring it's just like I need to read the terms and conditions before I agree to 2021 <laughs> yeah yeah don't check that box just yet people I mean the good news is if you're looking for new content from Disney 2021 is your year because they're that's gonna be a bright point um, yeah but Yes. No. Anyway, you think we should wrap this up? We're at an hour and ten uh, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's definitely let's wrap this up oh. and. Uh, Any final uh, words? Let's get moving. Um. Just um, I, I I don't think we'll we may or may not get another recording in before Christmas, but uh, you know, just in case we don't, I'll say it now and I will say it again later. But I just Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, it may not be the best Christmas you've had or or will have, but you know, just try to make the best of it. Um, try to stay positive. Try to have a you know a good outlook on 2021 ahead. And uh, you know, just even if you can't be with your loved ones, take the time to give them a call, video chat them on Facebook or Skype or um, you know whatever avenue you have and just make the best of it amen all right well i don't have anything else so this is josh and sean and we're signing out for another after sunday discussion recorded on an actual sunday um yes yeah (laughs) that doesn't happen too often uh hopefully you guys enjoyed this Uh, If you did, please let us know. If you didn't, please also let us know. Um, This will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our website when it gets posted. If you haven't been to our website, it is 
www.e43collective.com. There you can see all of our previous episodes. You can also catch our Raking Coals podcast, where we do with another friend named Cody, who is a former co-host of this show, and he'll probably make an appearance one of these days. Um, reappearance. Um, but that's more of a church, faith-related podcast that Sean... Cody and I all do together. So uh, we highly recommend if you are interested in any of that to go and check that out. We talk about church related issues. We talk about life. We talk about social and political issues and how it relates to one's faith, uh, specifically faith in Christ. So really encourage you to listen in on that. Check that out. Let us know what you think. We are up for all feedback. You can contact us on Facebook. You can contact us on Instagram. You can contact us on our website. Um, And if you do and it's not spam, we will definitely get back to you. So with that being said, thank you for listening. We hope you have a great day.